Hey guys, what's up? I'm Parker Boynton. Welcome back to Morning Good. This is episode two. Um, a lot of the viewers of my first episode will realize that yes, my name has changed and that is intentional. Um, Tuesday morning is, did not make a lot of sense because there's definitely possibilities that my podcast could be released on a later day or an early day than Tuesday because of like personal issues and stuff like that. So I, yeah, to have a day in your title doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, all right, moving on. So those of you who are new, uh, my first section of my show is called CNN News. All this news is from CNN. I try to stray away from the political section of CNN because I know there's a lot of people who dislike CNN for uh, the way they sway politically. Um, I'm going to try not to talk about politics too much because um, I know it causes a lot of controversy and this is just supposed to be something you wake up to, listen to news, interesting facts, stuff that's going on in the world, but I won't really give my political opinion, just try and give the cold hard facts. Um, yeah, so the first section, or the first article, um, was written by Brandon Tensley. Uh, he talked about how, speaking of politics, how the face mask has influenced politics in America. Um, that's definitely easy to see. There's a lot of people who find them unnecessary, and a lot of people who find them a necessity. Um, this issue has gone so far that a security guard was actually shot and killed uh, for enforcing his state's law of mandatory face mask usage. Uh, my, my thoughts and prayers go out to the security guard, his family. Um, that's just horrible to hear that. I mean, ultimately, that security guard was doing his job. Um, I mean, I don't know the, the bits and details from it, but I really don't think there's an excuse for shooting someone who's trying to enforce a law that he believes will better um, the safety of people all around America. So, uh, yeah, my thoughts and prayers go out to that security guard's family. Okay, second article, Maggie Fox wrote this one. Uh, she talked about her in Paris. Doctors have found patients who could have had the coronavirus as early as December. Um, that's, I mean, I don't know how that would affect our current situation, but it's still interesting to think about because... I mean, I was, I've, I was sick in December, so it's like, oh, no, did I have it? I mean, I'm sure I didn't, but it's just interesting to think about. Um, yeah, and if the coronavirus was active that early on in the year, much earlier than experts first anticipated, um, then, I mean, it's really easy to see how the spread happened so quickly. Um, all right, our third article of the day, third and last article of the day, was written by Richard Gallant. Um, he's talking about how Trump wants to reopen the country after his, um, the nation's like um, stay-at-home order, because um, that ended last Thursday, I believe. Um, yeah. I mean, I personally don't agree with that decision. There's currently... One of the reasons why I don't agree with it is because there's currently more American deaths due to the coronavirus than the Vietnam War. That's, um, I don't know, it's interesting to think about because, I mean, essentially, we are at war with the virus right now. And reopening the country in the middle of that war doesn't make sense because you're putting millions upon millions of people at risk to a virus you could easily avoid if people were to stay at home. And I do understand that everyone's antsy to get back to their job and that people have lost their jobs, but... 
I mean, I don't know, it still doesn't make a lot of sense to me to reopen the country and risk that amount of lives to a virus that can be controlled. All right, uh, that's it for CNN News section. Uh, see you in a second for Top 10. This week, greatest bands, rock and roll. Welcome to the second section of my show. Uh, this week's top 10 will be on the greatest bands, specifically rock bands. Um, this segment is a lot more opinionated than the CNN news section, so if you disagree with my uh, opinions here, then please let me know. We could have a discussion about it, or we could just agree to disagree. Either one works for me. Um, yeah, so uh, let's get this started, I guess. Um, Number 10, I have Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, I think it's easily disputed to be off this list, but I really like them. Um, some people don't even consider them rock. I do. I think they have a lot of cool songs. I think they're very blood band, and I think they were relatively influential. Um, number 9, I have the Beach Boys, and it's another band that could be disputed to be off this list. Another band that some people don't consider rock. I certainly do. Um... And the Beach Boys, I think, are a great band. Uh, I think they're pretty influential. Um, kind of that whole beach music was created by the Beach Boys, and I think they're a very beloved band by a variety of different generations, so I would highly recommend giving them a listen to. Um, number eight, I have Rolling Stones. Um, a lot of people probably expected the Rolling Stones to be higher on this list, I personally disagree. The Rolling Stones uh, are a great band. They have a lot of very good hits, but I personally don't like them as much as a lot of other bands. I think they're kind of repetitive, I guess. Um, and they they have their hit-to-not hit ratio is not great. Um, that's why they're relatively low here. Number seven, I have the Eagles. The Eagles, I believe, are one of the greatest bands of all time. Um, a lot of people don't, though. It's probably easily disputed as well. Um, they have a lot of very good songs. They're very beloved by a lot of people, and they have a lot of hits. I wouldn't say they're super influential, but I definitely believe they're a great band. Maybe uh, you could argue that they don't deserve a spot on this list, but I personally would put them at number seven. Um, moving on to number six, we have Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. I consider it to be a grunge band. Some people don't, although I don't get how. Um, I think they're a great band. They've been playing for a long time. They still go on, on tour now, and I believe that they deserve this number six spot. Another very great grunge band. It's number five is Nirvana. They're probably undisputedly the greatest grunge band of all time because uh, they kind of created grunge and influenced it. And I don't know, I believe... Uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit is one of the more influential songs of all time, and I believe a lot of their songs are influential. Despite the band not being around for very long, I believe they deserve that number five spot. Okay, number four, we have Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, I think, is an excellent band. They're very fun to listen to. Dark Side of the Moon is a pop culture icon, and if a very... Uh, beloved fan base that loves to spend a lot. I believe they're... I personally don't like Pink Floyd a whole lot, but I will agree that they're a great band, and I think they're very influential on music and experimented with a lot of stuff. 
uh, that's why they're the number four spot, and Queen is the number three spot, and they're also very experimental. Um, and the Bohemian Rhapsody is arguably the greatest rock song of all time, because it just added so many different pieces that not a lot of people had done at that time. Um, so I think Queen is certainly deserving of the number three spot. They have a very beloved fan base. They're very influential and unique in the music industry. Um, at our number two spot, we have Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin is a very good band. They're widely uh, considered one of the greater bands of all time. Uh, Stairway to Heaven is widely considered one of the better songs of all time. Um, they have a lot of great hits, a lot of cool songs, a lot of fun songs. Um, my favorite song by them, personally, is uh, Immigrant Song, but they have a lot of songs kind of like that. Um, a lot of cool albums as well. Um, I mean, you could, argue, you could argue that they're lower. Uh, drastically, but personally, I think when I think of rock, I think of Led Zeppelin, so um, I need to put him at that number two spot personally. Um, and some of you may disagree, but that's all right. Uh, at number one, I have the Beatles. Number, I think that's kind of undisputed in my opinion. Uh, the Beatles really kind of formed rock as it is today. Uh, without the Beatles, there would be no Led Zeppelin, there'd be no Queen. Um, and they just did a lot of, like, they were very experimental for their time. And listening to them now, they may seem more plain than other bands. But for their time, they exceeded, like, anything that the world's ever heard of. They blew up for a reason. Um, and, yeah, I think they just have too many good songs to not put them at the number one spot. And they also kind of formed rock. So I believe it's, like, kind of unfair and unjust to put them anywhere but the number one spot. All right. Um, actually, so I have a new section of the show now, um, and it, it'll be, so what it, the premise of it is someone will be telling a story from their life, uh, just an interesting story to listen to. Um, this week it'll be me, um, next week I'll probably have a guest here, but yeah, um, let's get this started. I haven't decided for a name uh, for this section yet, um, so let me know if you have any good ideas, but let's get this started. So this one is about me. I was on, I was going river rafting with uh, one of my buddies and my cousin, and this is a true story, by the way. Um, so we were, the river was like, it had really like cool, rapid parts, and then it'd have a very shallow part, and the way a river works, it like the flow of the river, the current, I get, I don't know what I'd call that current, um, like will knock down rocks and they'll like kind of flow down the river. And when you got to shallow part, those rocks would, the river would like pick up those rocks and you basically just have rocks like falling on your feet and stuff. And you'd have to like waddle over to the next deep part so you can get back on your raft. Um, and this was at my grandparents' house. Um, it's in Morton. If you don't know where that is, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, yeah, so it's, like, kind of hard to explain, but it was, like, a cabin. Um, it's in the middle of the woods. There was the only house for, like, several miles. And that's kind of what makes the story so crazy. So we're going down this river. Uh, we hit this rapid part. And then I fall off, and I, like, hit my head on a rock. I didn't get hurt from the rock or anything, but I just, like, fell behind. I had to, like, run ahead and catch up to them. So my cousin was way up in the front. My friend, My friend was, like... 
uh, probably 50 yards ahead of me. We're on a very like straight path of the river, right? So my cousin gets onto this little island part and he's waiting for us to catch up. And my friend is like kind of heading his way and I'm heading his way. And I look over and there's a there's a pit bull, a great pit bull. It has no collar. I'm like, hmm, that's kind of weird. Maybe someone like lost their dog. And all of a sudden I see another pit bull. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of weird. Two pit bulls in the middle of nowhere. It's odd. And then I look over to my friend, and there's three pit, bull, pit bulls by him. And I look back over to me, and there's like five. And then my cousin, there's like two running towards him, right? So there's like there's a pack of pit bulls. And then more on the other side of the river came through. So all in all, I say there's 20. My friend says there's like 18 of them. But still, like that's, that's a lot of pit bulls to encounter out of nowhere. I... I'll explain after, actually. So, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's terrifying. And so they literally start running into the shallow part and circling me. I'm like trying to run, but like rocks are flowing down the river and crushing my feet, and I'm barefoot. So, like, running's pretty hard. And the water's also freezing cold, like coldest water I've ever been in. Because it's mountain water. And um, so I like pick up my tube, I'm waddling towards my friend, and the dogs cut us off. So my friend has like three dogs on him because the pit bulls came out right by me and they just ran to my friend and my cousin. So my friend had like three dogs on him. My cousin had like three or four dogs on him ahead. But he was on an island, so he was standing up. Like he was fine. He had a rock and he was about to throw it at a pit bull. And he was like just holding it above his head. And uh, I straight up had like 10, 10 plus pit bulls like surrounding me and barking. And I was like, I let like a... Uh, put my hand out to see if they'd smell it and they just started barking so I pulled it back and stopped running towards my friend and I picked up my tube and I was like shaking because it's freezing cold but I'm also just so terrified and like there's not like in a situation like this you want to say oh you know I'd, I'd punch a pit bull or something but I, I was like freezing cold like shaking I was like oh my gosh like what on earth could I possibly do here to be 10 pit bulls 10 plus pit bulls like it's it, it I was like oh like, I was, like, holding my thing. I was, like, spinning around in a circle. There's ten, they were just circling me. They are going, arr, arr, like, growling. I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, what are the odds of this? Like, am I dreaming right now? I'm holding up my tube. I'm terrified. I'm shaking. And then I hear this, this redneck lady come out of the woods. And she she whistles. Like, I can't do it. But she, you know the thing where, like, people put, like, two fingers in their mouth and, like, whistle. And all 20 pit bulls just run towards her, run in a circle towards her and sit down. And I, I could, like, you could see she was, like, she was wearing a bandana on her head. She was clearly wearing no bra or no, uh, yeah, no bra underneath her tank top. Like, it was very obvious. And she goes, sorry about that. And she walks in the woods and all 20 pit bulls follow her in the woods. And this is in the middle of nowhere. And she just disappears out of nowhere. Like, as soon as she, like... As odd as it was that we encountered 20 pit bulls in the middle of nowhere, they were just gone like that. Like, they came and went, like, so fast within seconds. I mean, one of the craziest experiences I'll ever have. And to this day, if you ask my cousin and my friend, they'll both agree with you. I mean, I know you as a viewer can't really do that, but it's just like, it's, it sounds, I know it, like, sounds fabricated, but honestly, there is no way I could make that up. Like, it was, it was in the middle of nowhere. I was, like, it's, yeah, it happened, like, two or three years ago, but I still remember it so vividly because it was the only time in my life where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna die. Like, no way, no way I lived through this and 
Like, there's just no way. Like, I, I'm dead. Now it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's a crazy experience. And it really made me, like, think about life. And, like, in a situation like that, you want to say, oh, I'm going to be tough. You know, those, those pit bulls aren't going to get me. I'm going to punch them. But, like, truthfully, I was in that situation. And I was like, there's no, like, I was just felt so defenseless. And it was crazy. Like, I was, yeah, I don't know. Just a, a very crazy experience. Nothing I've ever experienced before. And, um, yeah, something I think I'll always remember for the rest of my life. Um, so that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. And um, I'll see you guys next week. Oh, thank you.